0: Hi, this is Nadine Dietz, host of CMO Moves. I just wanted to take a quick moment to say thanks so much for stopping by today and to give you a quick overview on what to expect. CMO Moves is all about game-changing leaders, their incredible journeys, the moves that they've made, and most importantly, their personal stories of how they got to be the leaders of some of the world's most exciting brands. I hope you'll enjoy their stories as much as I do and take away a few tips and some inspiration for your day. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to CMO Moves. Today, I'm talking with Jérôme Iquet, who is the CMO of Tough Mudder. Jérôme, hi, and welcome to the show. Hi,
1: Nadine. Very nice to meet you.
0: Very nice to meet you, too. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of people already laughing because I used my French accent for your name. So no, I am not Alex Trebek, but I just can't help myself. I can't bring myself to use my American accent to say your name because it's such a great name. Yeah, you did
1: it perfectly with a very French, beautiful accent. And as you can hear, I'm not American. I'm more from the east of New York, which is France. So very happy to be with you today.
0: (laughs) I love that. I'm very happy that you are with me from the east of New York. That is great. I am so excited that you could join me today. Tough Butter, such a cool company. So exciting. Uh, Tell me a little bit about your current role and why you decided to take that on.
1: Well, so I'm the chief marketing officer at Tough Matter, which um, means that I have the full responsibility for what I would call the traditional marketing around brand communication, product innovation, and everything related to customer acquisition and retention. But I'm also leading what we call the media house because Tough Matter is known for the live event, but we're also producing and distributing content with partnership with CBS, CW and more. And and I think it's an important element, too, is I'm leading the sales for Tough Matter, which is ticket sales, sponsorship. So at the end of the day, I'm covering as much a, a chief revenue officer as marketing officer, and I'm leading, uh, influencing almost all the components of the customer journey. And for an experiential organization with a strong community of 3.5 million people who have run Tough matter since to a term, uh, this role is quite broad, but very, very exciting.
0: Wow, that is exciting. It reminds me of a podcast I just had with uh, Peter McGinnis, who is now calling that kind of a role where sales and marketing are coming together under one person, uh, chief demand officer almost. I, I think technically it's chief marketing and commercial officer, but it's the new demand department. So cool. All right. Now we've got two good examples So did you start at Tough Mudder with all that responsibility or was it a transition where you just started to take more on or things became more clear that they should be under the same roof?
1: Well, I I started with um, the ticket sales on top of the marketing. um, But I would say Tough Mudder in the last 18 months have um, very much evolved from a live event organization to a lifestyle and media organization. So everything media related have very much built built in the last two years. But if you'd ask me what I, how I joined Tough matter and what I have as a scope at the very beginning was closer to a CMO role with a sales ticket sales component. But for the joke, based on your point around how I joined them. <laughs> I always share this story around how I, I joined Tough Matter. I went through a very long process, uh, 11 interview, I think. And at the end of the process, the founder of Welding, which is an amazing founder and uh, a, a high vision of what you want to do. We were at the end of the process and I received a call on the Thursday and he told me, listen, Jerome, if you really want to join Tough Matter." I think you need to understand the product. And of course I was in the recruiting process and I say, yes. <laughs> so let's be sure. I mean, we'll be in Colorado on Saturday to, to go to the event. You should come with me. So of course I say, yes, we are, I will come. So I took a <laughs> flight almost overnight on a Friday night to I was in Miami because I was working for Clement. I arrived, took a car, 6am, arrived in Colorado and Will was there, and he told me, do you want to run with me? So I was now 6 a.m. on my last interview with the founder of Tough Matter. and during five hours in the mountain of Colorado, I was running with him, and it was going through an obstacle, discussing CRM, another obstacle, discussing brand strategy, other obstacle content. I crossed the finish line, and I called my girlfriend, now wife, and I told her, now I have to go to Tough Matter. I think it was the longest interview <laughs> and the toughest ever, but it also teaches me the importance to understand the experience, mostly when you go to a young organization, and also the importance of the connection with a founder. So, again, I think I'm the CMO with a different scope today than before, but when you are shifting from a big organization to a small organization, I think always the advice I'm providing is. Don't consider the position, consider the journey, consider the product or the experience that you're going to sell or engage people with. And more importantly, be sure that you have a strong relationship with the founder or the executive team. Because my scope is broader, but I had to be ready from day one to see some changes coming because the organization is changing and was changing a lot.
0: Wow. Okay. So (laughs) you're making me laugh. Um, one, because that's an amazing story, but two, because I'm laughing out of humility on my end. Um, I have signed up for Tough Matter twice and both times it was the opposite. My business uh, requirements had me miss it.
1: No, you know, I think we're going to make a deal. If you sign this year for any Tough matter events, I will run with you. So you tell me where, and you tell me when, and I promise I will run with you. I swear.
0: Whoa. Okay. That's a lot of pressure. Were you prepared? No, you know, that is
1: about teamwork. So if you need to bring friends and if people are hearing this podcast right now, and we need to create the team Nadine, <laughs> I think that's going to be a lot of fun because Tough Mudder is more about fun and accomplishment than anything else. So let's think, think about it, but I'm, I will be with you.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So um, I'm going to now put out a, plea and a beg for anybody who's listening. If you're my friend, please come help me get through Tough <laughs> Um Just shoot me notes, say you're in and we'll create a team. And Jean, I'm going to hold you to it. You better be there, man. I will be. Okay. All right. Uh, I got to figure out how many months I need to train here. So were you in shape though, when you went for this was this interview number 11 or 12 and then you had to do 20 obstacles or something like that? I don't even know. I remember, but I, I think first,
1: um, I, I was decently in shape, but and again, I think Tough Mudder is has different type of format from 5k, hard, full and, and, and longer distance. But equation, it's all about teamwork and camaraderie. There, A lot of people are doing that, not necessarily because they're in shape, but because they want to overcome something and I think that's the power of the organization and what I try to support as a CMO is as much about the live event or the content but more importantly about the purpose of the organization we are about helping each other we are providing a platform for that it's why millions of people are doing that it's why 20,000 of people have a tough mother tattoo because for some of them it's a way of life but more importantly I think to be in shape means very different thing for people. And I'm very humble as a CMO in this kind of organization because I'm just helping people to achieve something and I'm providing the platform for that and sharing stories around that. But the purpose of the mission and the mission is very much what's at the core of CMO role at Tough Mudder.
0: Yeah, you know, it is really amazing. You know, I, I actually, in preparing for the two Tough Mudders, I didn't, get to. I watched all the videos. I read about it. There were so many YouTube videos out there from people who've run the course doing their own training. And and it is very much about teamwork. Lots of people coming together to help each other succeed and get to the finish line. So it's such a, a valuable life lesson and you live it every day because you have to run your team. I won't say run, but encourage, inspire, and have everybody work together in unison. So how do you think about that when you think about your own team at Tough Mutter?
1: Well, I think first, um, and and it's a very important topic. I think for Simo, as him today, based on what I'm hearing and discussing around, is how you are working for a purpose-driven organization, and either you are maintaining that with your customer and your team, and/or you are recreating that. And I think tough matter. And I, even when I was working at Clamet before, where the mission was around happiness, the question is less about creating that, but more to maintain that. So, I I, I think. I consider my CMO role with different hats uh, and we can come back on that. But I think the first one, which is key around this purpose and with a team. And I think there is three components that are key. The first one for me, I'm recruiting people who can f- fit with this spirit. And I did a lot of mistakes when I joined Tough matter trying to figure out for the skill set and then the mindset. And now I'm shifting a lot on this approach to recruit people. It's very much, do they have the right mindsets and and do have the culture fit? And from there, then we can discuss about the skill sets. And so I have a long process, me too, when I'm bringing a direct report around asking the people that want to join the organization to meet their peer, to meet their own team, and their own team are interviewing them. So this recruiting part is, is very important. I also think that this purpose aspect is very much a key element in the culture of the organization. So for me, uh, we have some specific moments when we try to keep this nimble startup agile mindset. So we have this business plan competition. Um, We are doing this Harvard business case, sees that we are doing every quarter, as much to push people to think about different type of organization change, but also to embrace, to push people to embrace changing in the organization. But the last part, which is key is that we have the notion of B-team, which people who are going to the event and it's mandatory for everyone to go to work for an event during the season and be sure to face customer happy and happy, et cetera. Um, and, and the last piece around very much this mindset for purpose is how you are shaping your team. And and I know a lot of people think about training, but I generally believe mostly when you were a live event organization three years ago, and now you are so many different business units around content and even around fitness. Um, you, you need to very much shape the people the way you think you're going to work. And I spent a lot of time to explain who I am and push people to think of critical thinking. So all the different component training, um, shaping their mindset, but also uh, recruiting them Everything has to be driven by this purpose, which in helping each other, that we should find also in the, I would say, the employee of Tough matter. And I generally think that our main color is orange. I think almost everyone in the organization have, blood, have orange blood because we are eating and breathing Tough matter on all the weekend because there is a lot of events all year long.
0: Wow. Okay, I just got goosebumps because I could see the orange headbands, in, you know, when I close my eyes. Um, it is a rally cry. And uh, it is it is absolutely amazing when I see people of all types, all ages, people with disabilities that are doing Tough mutter and coming together. And it just, um, I'm excited. Jerome. I'm going to do this with you this year. I'm going to do it. But I love how you describe everything about how you're thinking about your team and leading your team. You know, we talk about culture on this show a lot. And a culture expert uh, named Stan Slap said, if you can't sell it on the inside, you can't sell it on the outside. And that is so critical for today uh, as a CMO to really embrace and I think take not just an interest in it, but ownership in it. So it sounds like you've done that, and I, I love that. So, hats off.
1: I'm very humble about that because um, this culture is when you are CMO a tough matter, and I, I'm sure it's the case for a lot of organizations who are evolving. So we are not a 60-year-old organization like for me was climate before. You are facing a double challenges. The f- first one is you need to transform the organization in order to be more robust and that's why we decided to go from live event only to content and to fitness by creating our own boutique fitness concepts but in the same time you have to protect the purpose and that element in terms of culture push you to do some changing and to be sure that every time you are hiring the right people and you are having people who are exactly what you need and and for me put me to have three key principles, mostly based on I'm. I'm looking at myself as a coach most of the time. I I'm, I grew up with a lot of sports, and I'm using the coach and sport analogy all the time. Sometimes too much, but you need to be successful to be sure that the team, the team that you are shaping, is at the way you think going to be the most powerful for them. And so I I define this principle, which is well, young organization and every elements has to be quantified. So I have built this notion about leadership which I call quantitative manager with empathy. And I raise that because I want to be sure to challenge them always around three questions, which is what are your contributions, how I'm going to measure it, and how I can help you. And this notion of empathy was a very difficult component for me because I'm very driven, very quantitative, and I have to learn to bring to this empathic aspect, mostly in very purpose organization. And the second layer about culture and how I'm leading them in this cult- strong culture is more and more about building a team with excelling in critical thinking. And when you are a young organization like us, you don't have 60 years of data. You don't, have, you don't necessarily have a path well defined by the leader and you try to disrupt. So you have to have your own way of thinking about the Think in terms of data, not based on what you have seen in the past, but what you think is the right way to do. And and that I think it's in in the for the youngest organiz, younger in the organization in general. I think to push them to think about critical thinking. Uh, I like to use this kind of questioning interview for analytical people, which is how many gas stations there is in Florida. And not necessarily because I know the answer, but I'm more interested in how they're going to answer to this question. So that I think. The combination, combination between culture and how to navigate to protect the purpose, but also transform permanently, innovate in permanence in, in the organization. It's, it's why I think it's to be a chief talent officer, no matter how I want to call it, on top of a, of a CMO, is crucial,
0: but also very, very difficult. I have to back up for a second because I'm, I'm stuck on this. Did anybody ever get the question on how many gas stations there are in, in Florida, right? I'm just curious. But you know what? I don't even know the answer. <laughs> but that's the point.
1: I think what I'm more interesting and say, okay, how I'm going to destructure the question and start from a point A and try to figure out, what is my answer? Because it's... Say you can start by thinking about how many cars are in Florida and go there. But that was interesting because then you shift the dynamic from in you know, reporting, in monitoring, and how to measure something not only based on what you know is the answer, but what is the profit thinking behind that. And from and what I want to avoid, and I push my team, and I think it's crucial more and more because all CMO have to think about measurement more than ever and more, and more complex way than ever is less about what I call descriptive data, but about patterns that you can identify with the data and what are the outcome from the data. And if I can find that from day one in the recruiting process, then I'm sure that at least the person is going to start to think this way. So it's a fascinating question, and, I'm, and I'm, maybe it's, it's a wrong approach, but it was very helpful because I guarantee you 95% of the time, the people who I can identify as thinking well to this type of question are, in general, much at ease in younger organizations to navigate either a lack of data, too much data, or lack of process, lack of history of information.
0: Okay, that's super cool. Uh, you might have to now come up with a new question because uh, a lot of people are going to know you're going to ask them that question. That's fair. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, okay. So with that and this rapid evolvement that you've had, you've also expanded Tough Mudder quite a bit so that more and more people can participate. How many kinds of Tough Mudder are there now? So we started with the famous,
1: what I call Tough Mudder 4, 10 to 12 miles, 20, 25 obstacles. Um, and we quickly realized that... Um, there was some barrier for from people. It could be the distance specific type of obstacles. And we are an organization with a strong community and we, re, we decided to say, okay, we not only look at the demographic because people from 12, 13, 15 to 80, you all can do a tough murder. But I think the main element for us was the psychographic and the behavior. And we're starting to create what we call the challenge series, which is Different type of format, starting from Tough Mudder 5K to Tough Mudder Half. In fact, we are offering the opportunity to people to join Tough Mudder by doing something shorter, less extreme obstacles. And from there, we're starting to to grow with new type of customer. I was this weekend in London for our first European Tough Mudder 5K. We were expecting four thousand people and eight thousand show up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I that's that's where we think. Uh, there is a lot of opportunity. On the other extreme, we have this um, World's Toughest motor Series, which is one six um, event overnight, eight hours when people are running a Tough Mudder course. And we have this World Championship that we consider that the Super Bowl of the obstacle course racing, which is the World's Toughest Mudder, when you are running 24 hours. So the winner is doing 110 miles in 24 hours. But the most important part of Tough Mudder is the community and the teamwork. And you have people from very different backgrounds running Tough Mudder and very, very inspirational stories about um, this year. For example, we have one guy named Superman. And this Superman is um, a paraplegic um, adaptive athlete. And he ran World Tough Mudder during 24 hours with his team. And he did 25 miles. Wow. And some obstacles are very extreme. So if you are, no matter what you want to do, you get out from your couch and you want to do something and you want to do that with people and team, that's the platform that you are providing. And that I think makes a role as CMO um, very um, emotionally connected all the time because you have these stories, 10,000 stories every weekend at every event.
0: It's amazing. I mean, it's so so moving and you've been... Fairly blessed in that you've had some very cool companies that you work for. I mean, you said earlier Club Med; the purpose there was happiness. Well, hey, I was pretty happy when I went to Club Med in my twenties. You know, that was a happy time for me, and it's fun and engaging. And I remember so much joy, and everyone there was just so excited about everything. And now here you are with Tough Mudder. I, I was going to ask you what you love about being a CMO, but uh, it's hard not to love the companies that you're working for.
1: Well, what I felt very strongly by joining Club Med and now Tough Mudder is it's easier to join a purpose-driven organization, an organization with, a what I say, a higher purpose. But as a CMO, it's, it's even more challenging because it, you don't have to create the purpose, but you have to protect it in, a, in, a, in an environment when the financial pressure, the business pressure is there. So if you ask me what I, what I think, um, what I love as a CMO is there is three elements. The first one is I have the, I'm lucky or not lucky depending on the day to (laughs) be in charge of the sales. And so I, I, I do like the idea to always try to see how the marketing hat have an impact on the sales, but more importantly on the EBITDA and, um, I always say to my team, I'm the chief EBITDA officer in the sense that I want to uh, feel accountable for results. And it's tough sometimes. And I know you discussed that in, in, in previous podcasts, but I think it's, um, it's, it's very much what I do believe the role of the CMO is evolving right now from a more, not only quantitative, but sales-driven uh, role and measurements, um, ownership. Um, that That part is very much... I love it. The second role that I love as a CMO, mostly for a purpose-driven organization, is um, what I call the ch- chief narrative officer. So some people talk about storyteller or story builder. I- I'm here to protect the narrative and the purpose. And when you are shifting from live event fitness to content, you are innovating all the time. You are creating all the time. You are doing listing very often. And how you are keeping the consistency about on everything you are doing. And that very much my role. And t- to give you an example, um, this year, uh, we decided after seven years to very much redefine our brand, brand platform. So we, we are about helping each other. So we create this Thailand and brand platform around tougher together. That very much on consistent with our mission. But the brand platform for me was not um, an outcome. It was a um, it was a starting point, and I wanted to be sure that all the customer journey of the organization could reflect on this on this brand platform. And lucky enough, this year I was able to articulate the launch of Tough Mudder 5K, which is technically a fun 5K based on teamwork. We also extend the brand around fitness by creating this Tough Mudder Bootcamp, which is also around fitness, high interval training, but Tough Mudder style around how you can do that as a team. Um, But we also continue to create content. So we have this CW series uh, with inspirational stories. So I've been here just a few weeks ago. And it was very much about three inspirational stories about... um, one young woman uh, who has to overcome some disease, a uh, transgender and a woman who lost her husband and using Tough matter as a way to overcome that because his husband signed one year earlier. So at the end of the day, when you say, okay, brand platform is tougher together, what I want to be sure, and, I'm, and I was very happy with that, is all the components of the organization can support this Thailand, which is quite ambitious. And that, I think, what is the reverse of what I'm sometimes hearing about higher purpose or purpose-driven marketing is it's not a marketing topic. And a CMO has to influence all the touch points in the customer journey and or to lead that. And at Tough Matter, I have to say I'm lucky enough, thanks to the vision of the founder, to consider the CMO as a guardian of the temple from a customer standpoint. But more than ever for any organization, I think it's crucial.
0: I have so many questions that I'd like to keep asking you, and we are getting short on time here, but I want to ask one, how do you value or measure the impact of this incredible experience beyond continuous growth in Tough Mudder? There's a value and a merit to the people that are crossing the finish line, and there is a value and a merit to the experience that they're having while they're at the event. How do you think about that? And how do you make sure that everybody in the field is all living and breathing the same purpose that you're trying to maintain?
1: So I I think the way we are measuring the experience and I I think for me is a different layer. But the obvious one is um, from the very beginning and and credit to, to the starting team and initial team is, we are using the net promoter score with a very sophisticated survey after each event to understand what's the feedback from customer and not only about question, but also declarative answers. And every weekend I spend this morning, one hour and a half looking at the, at the post event survey from three events in order to look at what people are seeing. And that area is a good way for us to assess, are we performing well from an experience standpoint? That a more quantitative way. Beyond that, and, and I do believe coming from a travel industry where the emotion the, the transactional loyalty is the starting point, matter built an emotional loyalty. And the emotional loyalty that you can see are see is the headband. So if People are hearing and not necessarily know what it is. It's tough matter when you are crossing the finish line, you have a headband. If you are a first timer, you have an orange headband. If you have a two timer, you have another headband, etc. But the pride aspect that we can see for people having this headband is unique. So from there, we're starting to create some social level engagement through that and say, okay, wait a minute, after each event, they are so proud to wear this headband. Let's create the headband Monday. Hashtag Headband Monday. And there is thousands and thousands of people since seven years a bit less now, we are showing on a Monday and the headband. So it could be a dentist, a teacher, uh, at a wedding, and they are showing the headband. And again, these 20,000 people with a tough tattoo. What I think is important for us as a CMO is how we can have s- sign of recognition, emotion, through what I call this emotional loyalty. And every, it could be very different from one organization to another. But this engagement with the brand through emotional components are crucial in, in an age where loyalty to brand is, is decreasing. We have to be honest about ourselves. And that's what we try to protect. And it's very hard, but quite rewarding when it's worked.
0: Okay. Wow. Fantastic. Well, unfortunately, we are almost out of time here. We have one question left for you. And I would love to dig in more um, I, I always hate it when we come to this point in the podcast because there's so much more to cover. But my last question for you, if you were not a CMO or working for Tough Mudder today, what would you be doing?
1: If I would not be a CMO, I think I would be a history teacher. And oh. and first, because I love history and and also because I believe it's reading a lot about history, it's always a good way to take a step back um, and understand and put a bit of context about what's happening in the world. So I'm using a lot of history on this way. The second way is because also I, I think you can learn a lot from great leaders facing difficult situations through history. I would love to be at a point to teach to people history and to give them some knowledge, but also some context, which I think in the world we are living in, it's very important to have both.
0: Perfect. Well, very exciting. And um, I've so loved having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you very much, Nadine. And, and see you on course in a few weeks. <laughs> I was hoping you'd forget about that. No, okay. It's on the air. It's documented. Yes, I do not Not a few weeks, Jérôme. Uh, it, might, it might be a little bit longer, but I will be there this year, guaranteed. Thank you. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.